They'll check it out. A whole new generation of young people today who belong nowhere. But I prefer to be now cast. Third culture kids where the concept of the Dukan is the, the corner shop where the top uh, We are live outside. Hey, yo, what's up, people? What up, nation? It's a revolution of expression. You tuned into the Dukan show. Stay tuned in. Arab digital generation is shaping our identity, their creative expression, and their future. So please give a very warm welcome. Welcome to your tribe. So generally we don't break the fourth wall, but welcome to this week's episode of The Can Show. Welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of The Can Show. We're coming live from the Rove Podcasting Studios down at the Rove downtown. Yeah. Great and studio, wonderful space. And if you know what you're doing, you know how to rock, you know how to rock a roadcaster, then that's the spot through. for you. Come through. If you don't know how to do it, call us. <laughs> don't call me. Call slide, OT. Slide in a DM. If you have my number, call me. If you don't, eh, just just DM us. Yeah, exactly. All right. So this week we wanted to talk about loneliness. You couldn't have made it sound sadder. Like honestly, but I don't. If I don't, is, I wouldn't be surprised if people like tuned out right now. <laughs> like, but that is the topic, right? So the the whole thing is to talk about loneliness. Yeah, so, but say like loneliness. But it, <laughs> you made it sound I wanted so people sad to and lonely. feel. The loneliness when they hear the title. I hear it's, what it's you're saying. part of the brand experience. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also want people to stay. I think they will. I mean, if, <laughs> right. if you've made it this far listening then, to the Can Show, there you go. you'll probably stay. Exactly. Fair enough. If you're new, welcome. And I apologize for making it sound so sad, but <laughs> that's the topic we're talking about this week. So the funny thing about loneliness is that um, obviously… I've been reading a lot about it because I think it's just a part of the… It's a really complex part of the human experience. This need… To be connected to people. And then when you're not, you sort of begin to deflate. Right. Or so complex how? Complex. Yeah. Loneliness. Yeah. What makes it complex? So what makes it complex in my mind is that loneliness is, in, is only recently been diagnosed as an illness. It, there, it was actually diagnosed as something that you could, that needed, you know, uh, medical care. Uh, primarily because of, you know, the world's aging population, but also… Uh, you know, I think that societies are much more, uh, I wouldn't say, they're less social for a number of reasons. Uh, the number of, the amount of time spent online and the human connections that people make online don't necessarily to equate to the same human connections you, you would have in like a community. Right. Yeah, in like a, like you playing football in the streets with your friends growing up, um, that was a balm against loneliness. The yeah. sense of, you know, and, and uh, there's so many circumstances nowadays, people in old folks' homes, mm -hmm. uh, people with chronic illnesses who cannot, you know, be out in the world because of the, you know, the coronavirus. But also beyond that, people not feeling that they can truly connect with other people yeah. in cities that they live in. And uh, even though there's been a huge rise in dating mm -hmm. apps, friendship apps, all of these things, I don't know if they make us more connected. I don't know if they make us what maybe... Maybe the word connected is wrong. I don't no. know if they make us feel more social. They because loneliness is count the what is yeah. the opposite of loneliness? That's a great question. Is the opposite connected or is the opposite social? I'm not sure. Because because it's interesting, right? Because I think also that you could be surrounded by people and still feel lonely. Yes, right? absolutely. You can still be amongst loved ones, you can still be with your friends, you can be in social setting yeah but still feel lonely yeah and i think maybe that's what makes it complex because yeah. loneliness does not necessarily mean that you are alone 
No, right? no, no, no. Some people like to be alone for some time. That's how they recharge, uh, which I understand that's what makes, you know, most people introverts. Um, some people find that being, they, they're comforted by being alone, but that not necessarily make them lonely. Right, right? exactly. And so that's what makes it complex. Yeah. And then what's on, what's on the, what's the, what's the opposite side of that same coin where is it is it connectedness or is it social um i'm not sure because maybe it is connection rather than being yeah, social so maybe exactly. these apps make you social yes but you do, you're not connected exactly or, or, or you're not truly connected you might think you are because that's the void that it fills right or at least like a placebo i think it 100%. makes you feel like you're you're connecting right yeah but not necessarily or um, i think the huge well the one of the trending you know top talks that are on my feed, which is not necessarily the best feed, but uh, is dopamine hits. So what they mm-hmm. do is they hit your dopamine levels. Right. So you get, you you know, as you scroll through, you, got, you get hit after hit after hit after hit. And that sort of staves off the truth, which is that you actually really need you are more connection. Or you need yeah. real connection. You need real connection, right. which is not an easy thing to find uh, you know, nowadays. And I think it's been made more difficult by having to social distance and not right. being able to gather and not being able to be in social environments comfortably. So I think deeply about yeah. loneliness. And I, I think there's there's an honesty there when it comes to kids specifically, like mm-hmm. young kids, preteen, because they haven't really gotten socialized yet, right? Yeah. So in, in the sense that, you know, Kids are blunt and they say it like they feel it. They say it as they think it. They don't hold back because they still don't don't have the social cues of having to be polite and that's rude or whatever it may be, right? And I appreciate that because if anybody has a preteen around them in their life, be it a son, a daughter, a nephew, niece, a, a cousin, whatever it is, there there's insight there. There's a lot to be learned from that honesty. Absolutely. And I've seen that with my with my youngest brother where we used to live, or well, not we really, my my family, my parents used to live in an apartment building where he made friends. He'd go to school. He has friends in school. He was part of the soccer team. He was part of the gymnastics team. And when he comes home, he plays with the kids on the same floor in the building. He knew the neighbors. Like, he had a social life in that way where he had people who were his age to play, right? Because... And, and, and this is where I, I want to just maybe to, to give it a bit of more context. Um, I'm 31. Mubarak is 29, if I'm not mistaken. Abudi is 22, 23. Yeah. Right? And he is 9. And now recently 10. Right. Abudi turned 10. So the age gap is huge. Huge between Our events. interests, what we want to do, what we define as fun is very, is very different. Right? Um, and obviously they play computer games, but that also is at their leisure. Right? So, you know, you're, you're scraped up, you're done hanging around with your friends, you stank, you're sweaty, you come back home and you switch on your <laughs> PlayStation and you're playing, yeah. right? So, and even Is that, that what they do, you mean? Yeah, that's, that, what, that's young, what the young, that's, the young kids that, would yeah. do, right? That's what Hamoudi, I, I would see him do and connect with his friends in that way. Yeah. Then we get a family house and we all move into this big house and COVID comes through. Right. Right. We were there for over a year. For the most part, I think it was, I believe it was okay, but- also, I've been constantly working and out that I'd, I'd see him every now and then. I wouldn't see him as frequently as I should. Right. So 
now we move into the space where, okay, there's COVID. We have to switch everything to distant learning online. Yeah. Zoom learning, which by the way, so many people, so many teachers. It's one thing I believe that had we been more equipped to deal if we with were it. Ready, I think there yeah. were, it would have gone differently. Right? Absolutely. There would have been a better structure and a system in place because schools had to close. Right. Of what is it about a month or two prior to summer vacation, right? right. So most people, some people didn't graduate, some people who did, the way they took their exams changed, everything was reformatted. And then during the summer, that gave schools a chance to figure things out before the fall semester kicks in and they're back in the game. Yeah. And as soon as the you know, September, August, September came around, came about, everything moved online. And so he is one of those students where we decided we're not going to let him go back to school simply because of health concerns and mm-hmm. being protective. Of course. Right. So now everything changed. First of all, moving to the house was a big step. He lost a lot of his friends that he used to play with. Yes. If you live in an apartment building and I'm sure as a listener, you you if if you have you've been through this experience where you can run out your door, knock on your neighbor's door, it's like, hey, like, are they home? And you want to play with your friends, right? Because you live on you live on the same floor, or you, you live in the apartment building. There's usually safe apartment buildings are usually in the city, so there's right. safe spaces for them to play. There's the park. There's different areas that they can come together. Whereas if you live in a a, a villa compound, for example, or you live in um, more in the uh, rules or outskirts of a city, that experience is not the same, right? So now he's in a new area, does not know anybody. And living in a house as opposed to living in an apartment is a very different experience. But also if your neighbors are not as open or, you know, the the facilities are not yet completed to provide a safe space for kids to play, they're not going to play on the street. Yeah, yeah. Right? And being that young, like he's not 14, 15 where he can just get on his bike and go to his friend's place. Right. Right. Or, you know, comfortably allow him to take a cab or um, any form of transportation. So now he was already, he expressed loneliness. He's like, my brother's always working. There's nobody home. I don't have friends my age. Yeah. I need people like me. And to the point where I, I, I remember my mom telling me that he was trying to negotiate with her to have another baby. Right. <laughs> right? Just but to have just a playmate. Just to have a playmate, right? Yeah. Now, school moving online. He, and he's in a new school. Yeah. So he does not know anybody. That brought in new challenges as well, where now he's frustrated. We're nowhere near each other in in age. And he's bothered by all that. And he expresses his loneliness constantly. Where he feels like, I don't have friends. I don't have people my age. I don't have somebody to play with. I don't have someone to spend time with. That uh, My brothers are too old. What do I do? And I'm always the youngest. And like, he doesn't hold back in expressing that loneliness. Right. And... The only time it felt like it somewhat subsided a little bit was when during some of the classes, a teacher is not there. Him and the kids start yeah, talking smack. And then he made friends. He made friends. He right. found common interest. And guess what? It's all computer gaming. Yeah. So, I, I just think that there's no… I For someone like me that is an extrovert, he, uh, but I'm also… Liter- I, I love literature and I love writing. Uh, human connections online are equally deep for me, mm-hmm. as they are in person. But I love meeting people because that's been my practice for 20 some odd years. That's been my practice to right. go make a friend. Um, however, for young, you know, my brother who's 13 years younger than I, 
Uh, loneliness is not about having people around him or not. It's about that sense of community that you belong to or you don't belong to. Mm. So he was living in Dubai and really didn't uh, find a community. There was a small group, but then wanted to move to another metropolitan city like Berlin where he could find and be completely himself. Right. This sense of loneliness is different. And I feel like young kids like Hamoudi will figure it out. They do make friends online and those connections are equally valuable. Right. But they may not, I question whether they will be as deep, but who says they won't be? Mm -hmm. They might be equally as deep friends that you meet online right. that you, you know, and, and Reddit is full of people. I was about to say, you know? right? And there are stories of people who are like, for example, you know, I, I love to follow this Instagram account. I think it's called The Good News, right? And they just share like random good news from around the world, feel, feel good stories, yeah. right? And, you know, one of the reoccurring themes that I've been seeing a lot is, you know, um, some kid, unfortunately, who got cancer as a, you know, a young teenager and his friends, his Fortnite community, exactly. who he's never met before. Yeah. He just knows them through the game, heard about it, visit him at the hospital, and then shave their heads, you know, to make in, him feel… In, in camaraderie. In, in, and yeah, in, in a sense of camaraderie, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. And that was a relationship that was developed online. And they've never met each other in person yeah. until this guy, unfortunately, fell sick. So, there is depth there. There yeah. is relationships there. And I find that really interesting because… I, and I think that's the complexity of loneliness. Like, where do we draw the line? And where do we draw, where do we set that definition? Because again, you could either be with people and feel lonely. And you could be completely alone, but not feel lonely. Right. Right. You can make friends that you've never met online. And it's like, to be honest, it's a new form of pen pals. A hundred percent. And I think that we don't realize as well, like now more than ever in this day and age, we need human connection more than ever because we've been, a, we've, we're starved for it. And human connection is little things like, you know, uh, being present, really right. present, you yeah. know. Uh, but our dopamine addictions to our phones mean that the notifications that come up constantly dissociate us Instantly. from our, you know, like, so we're having a conversation and you or I will pick up the phone. Right. And we'll look at whatever WhatsApp message has come through or, you know, and this constant dissociation may make feel, may, may make one person, either uh, one feel, feel lonely. lonelier. Right. Uh, delayed response on the person who picked up the phone and uh, immediate response on the person who is being, you know, ignored because your eyes right. cast down, you know, those little things that I feel, I think they're like the microaggressions of loneliness, you know? Mm. I feel them much more because I'm acutely aware of being present at the moment. That just happens to be what I'm focused on for the year or for probably the next five years of my life. Um, but when I think deeply about loneliness and what it means to be lonely, I recognize like, okay, maybe the reason, just like obesity, the reason that we see numbers skyrocket is because of the availability of the vice. Do you know what I mean? Because right. we, before it was, it, fast food is cheaper. It's more accessible. Before all the apps, it was one of the very few ways you could have dinner late at night if you didn't cook because yeah. that pizza place was the only place that delivered or the Chinese food place. So in the same way, your phone is always with you. It's built to dopamine distract you. Right. And therefore, it's always there to pull you just a little further away from people or maybe a little further away from yourself. Because right. I wonder if loneliness is also tied to how you know yourself. Mm. Um, 
maybe there's a thought that I was thinking about. It's like people who really know themselves, do they need to know other people that deeply? Mm-hmm. Because they know themselves, right? So as Hamoudi develops into who he's going to become, yes, socialization is so important. But then as he develops, does it really matter if he knows himself? Like, does it matter where in the world he is? Does it matter, you know, if he knows himself, he might grow into someone that, you know, doesn't necessarily need so much attention or so right. much, you know, it's just a thought. I don't yeah. know if it's no, founded in any, you no. know. I mean, obviously none of this is like fact-checked or based on, I think yeah. it's just based on our experiences of what we've seen and, you know, and what we, we've experienced. And, you know, I think that also just to play devil's advocate, like getting to know yourself deeply. I mean, why would you also not need other people, right? I think yeah, in the sense that, and I don't remember where I got this from, but something about like, you know, when you connect with someone, it's the idea of like your spirits meeting, right? So mm. this deep knowledge of oneself allows you to connect deeply to somebody else, right? Um, and then, so then maybe there's that as well in the sense of like, okay, you get to know, you know yourself enough that when you meet someone, there's a knowing and there's a kinship and like a, um, a familiarity. Yes, which, which we do need to be health, yeah. to be healthy. But I think that what I'm learning as I kind of live through life is that once you know who you are, then you give to the people around you better. Right. And so you don't necessarily need that person. You can be with that person. There's no need for that person. You need right. air, water, food. but that person being there is a pleasure. It's a gift. It's a blessing. It's an added value. Mm-hmm. But take all of that away, which so many people have lost so many loved ones in the past. Like my friends in the States, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry to, to hear how many people right. have been lost. And then needing those people becomes very difficult because yeah. they're no longer there. It you is. Know? And I think, and it is the, I mean, my God. Uh, I, I have experienced loss many times in my life. And the past year, I've experienced it more than ever, right? With many relatives, friends and family, rel- you know, yeah. family of friends, unfortunately, passing away. Due your to COVID mom, or not. Your mom right? was saying that, it, that there have been my God, so many there funerals. Was within, I, I remember that time within a span of two weeks, people were dropping like flies and every day we're getting a call yeah. of somebody we know passing. Yeah. Like imagine for two weeks, yeah. you're getting calls on a daily basis. Someone you know is passing away. Yeah. And that, that's the kind of experience we've had the, the uh, last year. And, you know, going through that and the people being left behind and what they're going to do and how, what we're going to do and like, you know, trying to bring people together and reconnect them and, or just connecting with people, you know, I think it just brought about so many new and different challenges. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to bring it back, I guess, to to topic, which is, I think that I, I understand a lot of people can spend a lot of time with themselves, right. Just on their own. And they're comfortable there, but also you make time for people. Granted, I think circles of friends shrink as you get older, yeah. whether people are passing or you just choose to have a tighter knit, you know, closer circle of friends. Um, 
And then comparing that or just looking at, you know, humanity over time, it's always been social, always been communal. Yes. Right? Um, people meet and then you have kids and you always live in social gathering, in social spaces, like multiple people together. There's also a sense of safety there, right? Yeah. Um, that we That we get to experience over time. So I feel like in some ways technology did both where it brought people closer, but also further away simultaneously. Absolutely. Right. Um, And And we're also speaking from a place of extreme privilege, by the way, incredibly, because a lot of people that, um, and, and we're seeing these reports, uh, young people reporting loneliness in many parts of Asia, massive numbers of people who report that they are lonely, whether that's tied to depression, we don't know, but, it's it's not it's not a small number, and no. it's a number that is really sh- you know shocking. You know, Actually, yeah. um, so we're seeing reports of obviously people reporting loneliness mm-hmm. as and in a world I find this paradox to be the most lonely <laughs> or the most reported lonely generation because we're also able to do surveys and things faster, right, or more efficiently. Um, in the world that's also the most connected, is this paradox? is really one to consider. How do we connect so that we are more loving? Right. Uh, So just to pull up a a quick stat, um, in 2019, a research showed that the mental health crisis is growing. Three in five Americans, so that is 61% of Americans, report feeling lonely compared to more than half, which was 54% back in 2018. So a lack of social support and infrequent meaningful social interactions. Uh, Which, maybe that's what it is. That's the it's click. It's meaningful, meaningful social, social interactions. Inter- right. So, and and I think that's the one thing, right? Is that I feel like I'm grateful that when we get together or when we're a part of our community, we do have deeply meaningful social interaction, which has diminished because of, you know, because of the pandemic. Right. But I feel like as we're reconnecting with the people we love, that that base is still there. That That substance is still there. But I also am very acutely aware of a world of people who were not checked on right. by one person during the entire pandemic, that which lasted a very long time. Yeah, or, or not a single to, phone call, not right. a single text message. You and, know, and living alone during that time. Like, and living honest, alone. The idea of living alone was always a scary idea for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've heard and I've read the stories of. You know, God forbid, you live, you're a bachelor living alone in a one bedroom apartment or whatever, whatever size apartment or home doesn't matter. But you living alone, God forbid, something happens to you, you know, nobody would know. Well, that's, right? yeah, but and I think you, that's that, why you build community. But I think exactly, that, you know, that's why, you know, you try to make friends with your neighbor, you have his key, he has your key, just in case y'all can check up on each other. Like, you know, I think, but if uh, without that, like those who are truly on their own, it yeah. was very difficult and having to deal with COVID on your own, I think, was a very scary time. And for many people that I know, um, being it, going through Christmas on your own, going through New mm-hmm. Year's on your own. So I, I do think deeply about loneliness because I, I used to be a waitress um, in Toronto when I was paying my way through school. And I found Christmas to be one of the loneliest times. Not for mm. me, because I would, I'm so grateful, I would go home to a full house of chaos. Right. Um, but... When I would, when I would waitress, I just felt the energy was really 
a time of, you know, people were feeling extra alone, whether they were thinking of people who'd passed or whether, you know, they are just not really as social as they used to be, or maybe they're going through things. So I guess the heart of what I'm saying in all of this is loneliness as we have to remember that we are interconnected, that we all have to care for each other in some way. But most importantly, that we should really look to find ways to make deep, meaningful connections, even whether and make that equally a part of I work out, I, you know, I work out, I eat well, uh, I read content that isn't polluting my mind and I make a meaningful connection every day. Yeah. This small act of saying, hey, how are you? And I think humans do that. If, If I feel the need, if I'm lonely, I'll reach out and say, hey, how are you? Rather than... I'm lonely. Come right. save me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think, and, and this is something that like, what's wonderful is that like, it also presents itself in spaces like, like in, so for example, in Islam, there's a, there's um, a piece about Salat al-Rahim, which is to always make sure to keep that consistent. Salat al-Rahim here is like your relatives and your extended family. So to constantly check up on them, to constantly reach out, to constantly stay connected because, you know, some people don't have that. And I think that's something that we should all focus our, we should all focus on and do our best to, you know what, if you have a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while, yeah, reach, reach out, out and check on them, you know, yeah. reach out to your colleagues, your bosses, your clients, your old friends, reach out and reconnect with people who, for this simple, simple purpose of, hey, how are you? Yeah, absolutely. How you, how's it going? Yeah. How you've been coping and really just check in. Yeah. Right. Simply. And, you know, when I do that, I actually tell people like, yo, I'm just checking in. Like, yeah. are you good? Are you, how's What's everything? happening on your end? Yeah, How absolutely. Going, you know, and just for no other reason but to do that. And, yeah. you know, make it a point to do that if you're the type of person that likes things that are more, uh, slightly more, you know, um, scheduled and booked in. Then, you know, set a time a week just to text a few people, to call a few people, just to check in and say hello. Yeah. You know, and if, if you're one of these people that we know in Dubai that may have just moved here and don't have many friends, um, there are many social events that are happening that are in small groups. And I and always think like, yeah, they are, they are social, they are social distance because everybody is being pretty strict where I've been anyway, yeah. um, around here. And I do feel like it is now time to sort of creak out and try and rekindle whatever love you have for hobbies that you used to have. And you tend to find like-minded people in those places. Right. Um, but if you are lonely, uh, we have many, many episodes of the Dukkan show <laughs> to keep you company. Some we of them promise, are like an hour We promise long. to keep you company. Yeah. If you have the patience to listen to all of them, I promise to keep you company. Yeah, we'll keep you company for easily 136 hours. Oh yeah, so, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we got you at least for like a week or so. Yeah. 160 hours, probably more. Yeah, but I think we're talking about (laughs) where I think by the time this episode releases, we're looking at probably 190, if not more. Okay, so we've got you covered for a little bit. We got you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways. And if you need someone to talk to, just I'll add a slide in our DM. And, you know, we're, if it's not us, we're happy to connect you with like minded people. Yeah. You know, if that's something you're into. So, anyway. Please uh, stay safe. Yeah. Reconnect. Reach out. Find each other again. Yeah. And find each other again. Don't wait for people to reach out to you. Be the one to take that step because a lot of people need it. So Also because if you're feeling this way, someone else might be feeling this way as well. And we tend to be around like-minded people. So for example, if you're feeling low, it's more likely than not that other people you know are feeling low too. You're not the only one. Exactly. And, And 
just personally, um, I, I don't blame it on like the retrograde anything. So. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so I, I completely understand. Uh, it's, it's not something I would go for, but hey, you know what? I understand feeling down and feeling low and feeling lonely. So, yo, we here. Yeah, it's good. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.